Good Talk, the home of where the talking mm. is good. It's your boy, Cody, and the other guy, Robert, here once again. The tiny table, the big room, and good conversation. What would that look like if we made a t-shirt? Cody and the other guy. Like, would yours, would it be Cody's <laughs> face and then the other guy's just like a shadow? It's like a blur. <laughs> Yes, because you can't can't put a person to the other guy. That'd be so weird. Like, like is that the is that the slogan? Welcome to Cody and the other. Like, I feel like we should just start talk, calling you the other guy. The other guy. Hey, there's the other guy. <laughs> there's that other guy. There's again. that other guy. What are you gonna do when Boo comes back? Um, the other guy and <laughs> and his wife and his wife. <laughs> there's the other, the other guy and wife. his wife. That'd be amazing. Uh, that'd I don't be know. interesting. We'll see. All right, good yeah, stuff. Good stuff. I feel like I had something I was about to ask. Oh, started, my fault. We started like I talk- ruined that. Well, we, we were talking before, and now it's like gone. And now what were we talking about? We were talking about things. We were talking about citizenship. <laughs> oh, yeah, because <laughs> conversations the, we at have. the time that we are recording this podcast is the time of the year and the date that you're supposed to go and <laughs> the vote. The time of the year. The of time the of the year of the voting. The voting midterms. time. Midterm elections. Which I always hated in school. Midterms, like that's mid mid semester test and right? uh, mid quarter test, and I hated midterms. I still yeah, hate midterms. <laughs> I just hate tests in general. I don't like yes. tests. Tests suck. They, they are terrible. They're terrible. The worst. Just terrible. The worst. Mm. The worst. So, did you go out and vote today? Well, at the time... Two weeks ago? I was say, at the time they listened to this, it would have been, did you go and vote last week? Did you go and vote? Did you vote last week? And, and did, do you trust it? Oh, God. Conspiracy Rob over here. I don't trust Rob. anything. We're going to have like a whole corner, a whole different segment of Conspiracy Rob, and it's just you in a corner in a dark room being like, shh, it'll be, it'll be called Conspiracies with the Other Guy. <laughs> I have a bunch of them. Oh, man. I don't trust anyone except for God. Oh, my. Well, I feel like yeah, that's probably a good way to live your life for the most like part. the results you know? of today's election, I won't trust it. Even if people I like win, I still don't trust it. I don't something trust anything. Wrong. Something went wrong. <laughs> Even if we win, something went wrong. It's all rigged. <laughs> but uh, GW, he posted something on his Instagram oh. story, which was really, really good. I hope he doesn't mind me dropping his name, but I already dropped it. GW. And it was a pastor, and before he got into his service, he was doing a service on the Good Samaritan, and before he got into it, he was like, let me give you some pastoral advice about the election. And he was like, first of all, you know, he was talking about the diversity of their congregation. And he's like, we have probably 25% that vote Republican, probably 25% that vote Democratic. And and then he said something funny. He was like 25% that write in Spider-Man because we're from Brooklyn. <laughs> and so, uh, But he was basically just being like, can we just get past all this and, and be more focused on Christ? Yeah. And like, I get it. It's important and you need to vote. But ultimately, you know, don't look at Jesus through the lens of politics, yep. but look at politics through the lens of Jesus. I mean, everything he said was fantastic. Yeah. And um, I feel like just a lot of people, and even myself included at times, I really have to watch it, making sure that my trust, you know, we don't think we're going to fix everything by getting these right yeah, yeah. people into office. You know, yeah. obviously you want certain people to win and and when other people don't win, you have natural concern and stuff. But I feel like the church just really needs to put their faith in Jesus. Yeah, at the end of the day, no matter who's in the president's seat, the governor's seat, the mayoral seat, mayoral seat, mm, <laughs> Jesus words. is in his seat. You know what I mean? Ooh, and we are seated next Cody, to him. Yes. You know what I mean? So uh, I, I actually came across it like a post. Oh, oh, hello, microphone, trying to get <laughs> I, away from I me. I watched our last podcast, and I did the same thing. Like, so. <laughs> <laughs> but like something I posted, it's like no matter what you vote for, like a Republican's going to need love today. A Democrat's going to need love yeah. today. Like 
at the end of the day, like we are still supposed to give out love, even if we have a disagreement, mm. no matter what the result of an election is. Our job doesn't change. Mm. Our mission doesn't change. Yeah. And even if it feels like my guy didn't win, it's like <laughs> it doesn't matter if your guy won or not. You're still in the game. Yeah. You know, you still have a part to play. And let me say this too: even if if your guy or girl or whatever, yeah, a lot of times when I say guy, I'm I'm yeah, using guy as like mankind. a fluid. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Well, yeah, it's so, but your politician winning Mm -hmm. is not a W for Jesus. Your politician losing is not an L for Jesus. Can we just get past all that real quick? Like people, we we all have a will Mm -hmm. and people are voting their will today or whenever you see this, they're voting their will. So to say it has something to do with him or doesn't have something to do with him is lots of time us putting our spin on it. Mm. And we need to stop doing that when it comes to not only politics, but just everything. Yeah. When you see something you disagree, don't use the church or Jesus as your caveat as to why you disagree with it. You know what I mean? It's like, or if you see something you agree with, like if my politician wins, Jesus must agree with this election. Or if my politician loses, Jesus must disagree with this election. Which is such a bad reflection because I feel like that makes it seem even worse. You know what I mean? Because if like, if that is supposed to be God's appointed person and they don't Mm. win the election, then like, that looks bad on God. You know what I mean? Like, because God's yeah. person should win if it truly is God's person. So it's like, we need to understand that, like, God can work all things together. Yeah. And no matter who is the person that is, quote unquote, mm. in power, they're not actually in power. Mm. God's in power. He can influence that person. He even can. If, even if it's not the person that he actually wants to be in the seat, he can still have influence. He does. And he has for all of church history. Yes. For all of world history. Yeah. Um, and even evil kings, he was still able to use for his purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think we, we really limit God when we put them in the capsule of, well, he can do something now because the right people are in position, or he can't do something now because the right people, wrong people mm-hmm. are in position. Why are you putting limits like that on God? I like that. Why, why is God limited to whoever the president is? He's God. Mm-hmm. Why is he limited to whoever your mayor is? Why is he limited to all these things? And and don't get don't un- misunderstand what we're saying. We want good policy. Absolutely. We want policy that's we need it. <laughs> we want policy that's advantageous to everybody, yeah. that's helpful to our communities at a large, that that's non-discriminatory. We want all those things. But all I'm saying is I'm no matter if people I like or don't like whether they win or lose, it doesn't matter. I serve God. Mm-hmm. And God is in control of my life. And as far as me and my family, we serve the Lord, and I know that's true to you. And so God is watching over us. Mm-hmm. And I want things to be peaceable. I want things to be quiet in our country. I want things to be smooth. But ultimately, at the end of the day, that's not contingent to me who's in office. Is contingent is, is my faith in him? Mm. And am I trusting him to take care of me and my family and those that I am watching over so and engaging with? Mm. I feel like we just got to get away from having so much faith in mankind. Mankind really screwed this up a long time ago. I mean, if you look all throughout the Bible, I mean, there's so much opportunity. We have a pretty horrible track record. It's not the best. It's not the best. But what's crazy, though, is even despite all those failures, and Mm -hmm. I say the failures, but, you know, all those things where where man has, like, messed up and did all those things, they all ultimately led to Jesus coming into the world. Like, God still figured out how to get Jesus into this place. Like, it was like even David, like he had failures, but he also did great things too. But he was part of Jesus' lineage. Like he was 
part of the reason that Jesus was in place today. So it doesn't matter. Don't put your trust in a person. In a person. Don't put your trust in a person because God's still working. Yeah. He's still figuring out how to get, I say figuring out. He has a plan. Yeah. It's a perfect plan. It's going to get there no matter what it looks like, no matter what it seems like. God is on the move. And you look at through, again, church history and even world history, when they did get it right, it's Mm -hmm. because their focus was on him. Yeah. Yep. And so it's like, you know, when David... When he screwed it up, mm-hmm. it's when his focus was off of God, mm-hmm. and he had separated himself from what God wanted him to do. You yeah. know, when Adam and Eve screwed it up, it's, it's, when, it's when God and his commandments and this relationship with him was not the focal point of their life, mm. and that's when they got squirrely. And so we need to learn from that. Yeah. And, like, right now, our focal point should not be politicians mm-hmm. and should not be politics. Our focal point should be Jesus. Yeah. And our relationship with him and God is the center of it all. And the direction comes from the word. And then all this stuff is just extra. Peripheral. Yeah, it's extra. It's, like it's there and you're aware of it. And but, it's meaningful. Yeah, and it's, but it's a part of your life. And it, it might be a part of your scope of what you see. But at the same time, like Jesus is what's in front of you. Yes. And, and what his plans and his callings and his purpose is what we need to be focused on. Because all those other things, if we've set our attention on those things, it will affect the things that are That's on the outside. True. I believe that if we do focus on what God has called us to do, if we do seek first the kingdom mm-hmm. of God, all the things that impact our life, that affect our life, will change as a result of our obedience to God. Yes, yes. And it's so we can move through all this stuff, and we can be involved in all this stuff, but I think we just have got to stop letting it destroy us. Mm. Like, I'm not destroyed today by the outcome of the elections. Yeah. And whenever you're watching this, you know, you're not devastated if your candidate won or lost. You're you know what I mean? It's like we we've got to get back to the point to where like okay, I'm trusting in Jesus mm. and I'm looking to him for everything. Yeah. And then all this stuff out here is just extra. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that stabilizes us because if your confidence and hope is in mankind, then you go as they go. Yeah. And that's the cool thing about God. He has no downs. You know, mankind has ups and downs. Politicians have ups and downs. They might do something wonderful. They might do something awful. They have ups and downs, but God is always up Mm -hmm. and he wants us to always be up. He wants us to be uplifted. He wants us to be encouraged. He wants us to be happy. He wants us to have joy. He wants us to have peace. And that only happens when he is I love this phrase because it's our church. He's the cornerstone. When he's the The cornerstone of your life that you can build off of, Mm -hmm. this is now you're building on a rock. You're not building on sand. Yeah, I was just thinking that. Yeah, building on policies and politicians is building on sand. Mm -hmm. And when storms come, your house will sink because you've built on something that is temporal and it's not eternal. You've built on something that's not a true. And so many people make this idols and it's not a true God. And so we got to build on him. Mm -hmm. And when you build on him, and, and stuff can all around you be falling apart, but yet you just know it's going to be all right. Yeah. God is in control of my life, uh, and my confidence is in him and him alone. And so we're going to come through this. I mean, it's like even in that scripture, you know, when Jesus says, you know, if you build your life on the rock, you know, versus the sand, you know, the storms of life are going to come. And he's basically yep. saying, like, there will be things that happen to you in this world. Yep. Or there will be things that happen to people that you know in this world and and there will be things that uh come against you but if you build your life on the truth that is jesus yep it doesn't matter what comes against you your house your life will stand against it and i think that that's um 
a mistake that, like you're saying, a lot of people make right now, even in Christian circles, is they put so much stock yep. in a man or mm. or a, a movement or mm. something like that. And mm. when something changes or it goes away, they find themselves at a loss. They don't mm. know what to do. They yep. don't know where to go from there because they put so much time and so much investment in something that yeah. is really just sand at the end of the day. Yeah. And mm. sand is wonderful. Sand is great, but sand doesn't hold. Yeah. You know, Can't my kids play it. with sand all the time, and <laughs> I get so frustrated because I spend so much time to build this perfect little sand castle, and my son comes in and goes, bop! And that's <laughs> and it. Just, it's over. And just knocks it over. I'm yeah. like, well, now i got to build it all over again. Right. But it's like if you build something that's solid and firm, if that same bop comes yep. against it, it's still there. Preach now. You know? Oh. I mean, and that's what it's like to live a life with God is that no matter what it feels like, no matter what it looks like, you can know and rest assured that you are solid yeah. because of him. Make no mistake about it. Storms will come to every person's yeah. house. Mm -hmm. and, and when we say house, we're talking about your life. Mm -hmm. Your life is the house we're speaking of. Mm -hmm. It's unavoidable. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we live in a fallen world where if you read scriptures and you believe in scriptures, the devil is the God of this world. Mm. Uh, this this place we live in is a fallen world that was handed over to him by Adam and Eve in the very beginning, and uh, so God, uh, f you know, it gets into interesting territory here. But like he he was, the devil has a lot of control down here, mm. but he does not have control over the believer. And if you build your house on Jesus, he now does not have control over your house either. Mm. So that means his storms will not affect your house. Will not. Uh, destroy your house. Yeah. I say effect, but it, destroy your house is a better vernacular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because he, there may be some things where it's like, oh man, this is hitting heavy. Yeah. I mean, there's times where you got to do some maintenance on the house. Yeah. You got to do true. some repairs because, you know, things happen. Yeah. And unfortunately, it sucks when it does. Yeah. <laughs> but God is still God and yep. He can get you through it. You yep. know, I, I, there's been many times where. Like even my my kids, like they've skinned their knees mm. or something like that, and I'm like, well, we're still okay. You yep. know what I mean? Like it's right. gonna heal. It's gonna. Yep. It might take a little bit of time, but yep. you're gonna be all right. Yep. You're still alive. Yep. You're still breathing. Daddy's got you. We're okay. Yep. I love you. And that's yep. how God is with us. It's mm. like when we skin our knees, yeah. uh, you know, when we bust a lip or we, gosh, you jam your finger. You know, some of those things like they happen to you. Like I mean, maybe you get kicks or maybe the the wind knocked out of you with life. But yeah. God's like, I'm still with you. Yeah. Don't worry about that. You know, yeah. um, I, I see you in your hurt. I see mm -hmm. you in your pain, but I, I know this, like through this storm yeah. is victory. Yeah. And I, and I've, I've got victory for you through this storm and, and I promise you that you'll get through it. Yeah. And we be careful of, of, of even the self-inflicted pain, mm -hmm. you know, like when you were talking about that, I thought about the other day, I bit the inside of my Ugh, lip. That sucks so bad. It does suck so bad. <laughs> But then what happens is, <laughs> you know how kind of it swells up? And so then you again. bite it again. Oh, <laughs> it's the worst. Yeah, and so then you're like, that was lunch, and, and you're like, okay, I'm moving past this. And then at uh, dinner, you bite it again, and it just like won't go away. But I feel like sometimes we just do that. You know what I mean? We, 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 we've got to like learn from stuff so we quit doing the same thing over that's damaged our house before and just learn from it. And, and the best way to learn from it, again, is going back to what we're saying, trust in God. Yep. And he will show you, okay, my son, my daughter, I love you so much. I'm here for you so much. But can we stop doing this? Can we stop inflicting self-pain and self-destruction on our lives? Let's move away from this. And when you focus on him, he'll always give you a strategy mm. and he'll always 
give you a way out to where you can stop that self-inflicted pain, mm. where you can start making wiser choices and better decisions because you're being divine led. You're being led by the Spirit of God and by the Word of God, and you can say, oh, wow, I did this, and that was really a bad choice, and it, and it brought a storm against my house, mm. but my house is still standing. It might need some new shutters, but God still new loves shutters. me. His, his love doesn't change. Yeah. Um, we talked about that with the youth, you know, he loves you. He mm -hmm. absolutely loves you. And he's not mad at you. Yeah. Now there's sometimes our choices are very irritating to God, sure. but even in my choices, he still loves me. Mm -hmm. He loves me unconditional, which means it's not, there's no conditions on it. I could not do anything to earn it or be deserving of it, but he loves me anyways. So, but sometimes he'll show us, he'll be like, Robert, that really wasn't a wise choice. Mm. And that choice was not a decision that reflects me or reflects my word. You need to get it together. So good. And if I don't heed that, then I continue to self-inflict this, but I keep biting the inside of my lip. Mm. But if I listen to him, it's like, okay, I can move away from that. And all that does is strengthen my house yeah, yeah. because that's how you build on him. Yeah. You heed his advice. Yeah. You listen to him when he talks to you and you do what he says. And when you do that, you're building on that rock. Yeah. And then that protects you from the outward storms and even the inward storms we bring on ourselves. And that's sometimes. really what conviction is. It's not like a, a form of like, God's not telling you these things because he's mad mm. at you and he's like trying to like hurt you it's more of just yep. like he's trying to shine light on yeah, yeah, things yeah. for you and that's what conviction is it's saying like hey you're better than this that's it yes i was just thinking that like you're better mm. than that like you you don't yep. you don't need to talk yep. like that you don't need to think like that that's right whether it's about you or someone else it's just like like you are better than that. yes and and I made you better than yeah. that and I, and i see you better than that and and you know and i feel like that that's something that people struggle with so hard right now is condemnation and conviction. It's like they, they can't separate the two for whatever reason. Mm. Condemnation is from the devil. Yeah. <laughs> and conviction is from the Holy Spirit. And that's him saying, I, I'm trying to elevate yeah. you yeah, yeah, to yeah. a higher place. I want your house to be more beautiful every yeah. day. You know, like I want to tend to your garden so that way your flowers are more mm -hmm. abundant and more beautiful so that way you are the best representation of the image of God that I created you to yep. be. And that's what God is trying to do every single day. He wants your house to be stronger. He wants your house to be bigger. He wants it to be brighter. He wants your life to be wonderful. The best version of his creation. Exactly. And mm -hmm. that comes through conviction. We need conviction. That's right. Yeah. You should want to be convicted because mm -hmm. that's God trying to equip you. Yeah. And that's God trying to promote you into a higher calling. And to get you over into that place yeah. of being the best version of his creation. Exactly. And uh, that that's that's a he wants us at that place. He, he Jesus died yeah. to get us to that place yeah. where we can be the best version of ourselves. And so, you know, I don't remember where it is, but I mean, I, I used it last week. I guess I could look up the scripture. It'd probably be good. Let me, let me look it up. There's a it's a scripture everyone's familiar with. Everyone knows it, but it's it, it's it's applicable. I believe it says over here in First Corinthians nine twenty four uh, out of the ESV. It says, "Do you know?" Do you not know that in a race all runners run, but only one receives the prize? Mm. So run that you may obtain it. Yeah. And when I was reading that in uh, last week, you know, I, I just really felt led to just really emphasize that earlier in 2022, we talked about um, you know the best way to have the best 2022 is to accept that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. Mm. And that, and and ultimately, just in life and all all together. But I really felt strong that we needed to revisit that. But out of that verse, it's like, don't you realize that runners run to win yeah and it's like an athlete does whatever they can mm. to yeah. perform at their highest level yeah. and olympians 
typically start training at a very young age, sometimes mm. six, seven, eight mm. years old, and they train their whole life just at the opportunity mm. to compete in the Olympics. Yeah. And hopefully win the gold, but sure. even just to get into the Olympics is sure. such a good, crazy big deal. But along the way, they have a coach. Mm -hmm. They have someone that is prompting them to yep. go higher yep. and to run faster or to swim faster and teach and ultimately trying to convict them right. and show them where they can do better. And that is what it's like to live with God. He's trying to hone you in yeah. on what you're called to do. And so he might tell you things yeah. that, hey, you're not doing this <clears throat> the correct way. Let me help you. Yeah. Let me show you the better way so that way you can be a better representation of what I've called you to be. It's absolutely foolish to think that they can achieve that level of competitiveness mm. without sacrifice. Mm. It's foolish. That's so good. And I think a lot of people want to achieve greatness, mm -hmm. and God has no problem with that. But what sacrifices are you willing to make to become the greatness that he's destined you for? That's so good. Like Abram, in the beginning, before he changed his name to Abraham, he was like, I've called you to leave your family, to leave your land, to leave everything behind and follow after me, and I will make you a great nation. Mm. But there was sacrifices. Yeah. And Abram, he, you know, eventually his name became Abraham and he became a father of many nations. I think lots of times people think God has issue with greatness. He does not have issue with greatness because when your greatest reflection of how great he is. That's right. So he has no issue of greatness. He even told Abram, he said, I will make you rich and I will make you famous and I will make you a father of many nations and the nations will be blessed through you. Mm. God has no issue with us doing great things. Yeah. He has no issue with fame. He has issue when we put those things above him. Yeah. Right. But in order to achieve greatness, like those athletes you're talking about, sacrifices had to be made. Yep. When all their friends were going to the movies, they stayed yep. at home and trained. Yeah. When all their friends were going out and drinking and partying, they stayed on a rigid diet. Mm. They, they had bedtimes, you know, Von Miller, one of my favorite football players, even though he's on a different team now from the Broncos, I still enjoy watching the guy. He, he goes to bed like at seven o'clock at night. <sighs> He has a rigorous schedule. I am not willing to make that sacrifice. <laughs> right? Because he wants to be his best, yeah. and he wants to perform, and he knows I can't yeah. perform well on a Sunday if I stayed up till 2 o'clock in the morning. My body needs rest to heal and to, you know, to come in there with the energy I need. And so he has a very strict, and, like, he'll wake up because I follow him, and he, he does, like, these Vaughn vlogs and stuff. Vaughn vlog. He'll, he'll go to bed, like, at 7 o'clock, and he'll wake up at, like, 6 o'clock in the morning on game day. And the first thing he does, he has a personal nurse that puts an IV in him to hydrate. I mean, the dude is on, like, what? the most. <laughs> yeah, because he doesn't want to get dehydrated and cramp and stuff like that. He has a rigorous. He has an IV? He has an IV. Why didn't he just drink water? <laughs> Bro, I, I don't know. I, I've, I've watched it on his vlog. That's crazy. And then he goes right from the IV to like a massage to like get, I mean, dude is rigorous. But wow. my point is, is God's called us to greatness. Yeah, yeah. And that greatness is supposed to be a reflection of how great he is. Mm. But in order to achieve that and to arrive there, we must make sacrifices. That's really good. And in and, and, and those sacrifices, it's all connected now. This is how you build on the rock. Yeah. If you think you can build on the rock and do things out of selfish ambition and build on the rock and do what you want to do and build on the rock and, and be who everyone else says to be and live as the world, that's not building on the rock. Yeah. That's building on the sand. Mm. And when those storms come, your house, and the Bible says mighty will be the fall of that house. Mm. 
And but but when you build on him and it takes sacrifices, not you know, we're like the Apostle Paul, not that we have achieved perfection. Sure. We're still learning how to build on that rock. But I'm willing to learn. Yeah. I'm willing to say, show me what I've done wrong. Yeah. So I'm not building on sand. Right. And some of those corrections are hard. Yeah. And sometimes it's hard to hear. And sometimes it hurts. Yeah. But it's always worth it mm. because I'm stabilizing my life. Yeah. And 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 God's saying, Okay, you Robert, you were really stupid here. I need you to lay that on the altar and make this sacrifice so that way I can strengthen you, strengthen your family, mm. and strengthen your house so you can withstand the storms of life that are coming to all of us. So good. I mean, I know it's in like <clears throat> Romans 12 where it says like, <clears throat> don't <clears throat> be, be a living sacrifice and mm. don't conform to the ways of this world, but really by the way of the Holy Spirit. And I think that that's... It gets used a lot and it's just because <clears throat> it's so good. I, I love it so much, but it's like you've got to be about it yeah and that's only the way that i feel like mm, especially with this year and you know we keep bringing it up because it's just that's just where i'm at right now like god is god and it's just like i've got to be about it and i got to be about mm. him and, and that's the best way um to live your life is to just be about it be a yeah. living fully give yourself over to it yes and i think that that yes. is is what we've got to get to and i think that's where if I can be honest, and, and, and Rob feels the same way, that if you're in the youth group right now, I hate to call you out, but I feel like that's kind of where we're at right now, mm. is that there is a, a decision that needs to be made. Yes. Like, are we really about mm. what we believe? Yeah. Are we ready to fully give ourselves over to this? Yeah. Because so I don't want to play church. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know who said it. Someone said it recently, like within the past few days, but like, I, I don't want to play church. Yeah. And I don't want to be around people that want to play church. Yeah. It's not a game. Yeah. This isn't a game. This is life. Like, yeah. I'm giving myself over to this, and I want to be around people that also want to give themselves over to this. And I want to be around people yeah. that that are that at least want to try. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like, I, I'm I'm willing to work with you. That's what we that's what we do. Like, yeah. I want you to to do this, and I want to help you get to there. But at some point, you got to decide. Mm. Do you want this? Are you about this? Are you willing to be a living sacrifice? That sounds so dark and so bad, but it's like, are you willing it to though. fully? It doesn't. Give yourself over into this amazing, wonderful life. Mm. It's so good. Yeah. It's so good. And, and it, it, I think when you finally lay down your life yeah. and pick up his cross, yes, that's when you find your life. Yeah. That's exactly what Jesus says. It, it, that's when you <clears throat> ultimately find your life. It's when you put yourself down. Amen. That's true. And walk in him. Yeah. We were in a meeting last night, and uh, something was said that's just stuck with me. And uh, just stop doubting this life you've been called to. Mm. Stop doubting this relationship you have with him. Stop doubting about building on this rock. Stop entertaining all this other stuff and just make a decision. It's God. Yeah. And what the speaker said was that courage is the bridge between our doubt and our destiny. Yeah. And... Most of the time, people just stay here because they're not courageous enough to walk over to God. Mm. And someone watching, you just need to be bold and courageous and take that step. Because over here in your, your doubt and all this and stuff, that's easy. It's easy to stay there yeah. because nothing's required. Mm. And most of the time, they don't walk across that bridge because they don't want to do what is required mm. to be in this relationship with God. Yeah. But if we stay over here in this arena, we are subject to these storms. Mm. And the only way to not be subject to these storms is to walk across that bridge, which takes courage, yeah. 
over to him. So good. The storms will still be there. Yeah. But now you're solidified. Mm. The storms will be there, but now you're secure. That's really good. The storms will be there, but now your house will not fall. And it is only a matter of time. And we're speaking directly to somebody watching right now. It's only a matter of time. And this is not fear-based. This is just the word of God. And it's the reality of the world we live in. If we don't build on him, our house will fall. Mm. And it will be devastating to your life. So good. We've got to fix it. Yeah. We've got to fix it. And so I encourage you. I exhort you. Like the Apostle Paul, I'm pleading with you. Yeah. Be courageous enough to walk over that bridge of whatever you're doing over here and just walk over that bridge to God. Mm. Walk over that bridge to your destiny. And he is your destiny. And in him, you will fulfill your destiny. And in him, you can do all these things in him. But you've got to cross over to be in him. We've That's got good. to stop being in this world. We're, we're, we've got to stop being of this world. And so I know it can be difficult at times. But God is calling us up higher now, mm. and he's calling us to leave these things behind and walk over so we can tell others. The Lord said this to me Sunday night in my heart, <clears throat> and I'm going to talk about it Wednesday night at youth tomorrow. Um, you have got to decide, are you going to let the devil ruin your life, or are you going to help God bring others to him? Mm. That's the decision. And if we stay over here, we are so vulnerable. And Cody and I... And my wife, and I know Kyleen, and, and everybody, our youth leaders, this is our heart. Mm. We want the best for you. So true. I'm tired of the devil bullying people. Mm. I'm tired of the devil having his way in people's lives. And as long as we stay in this arena, he can bully us. Mm. And he can have his way. And there's so much torment there. And there's so much misery there. And there's so much doubt there. And there's, it's such a discouraging place. There's so much fear and anxiety and turmoil. But when we walk over to God, it's amazing. And Cody can testify this and I can testify. All that stuff is still there. Mm -hmm. But yet it shifts from our shoulders to his. Yeah. So good. It shifts from me to him. Mm -hmm. Because I just decided to walk across this. I had the courage to walk across this bridge to be with him. Mm -hmm. And now... Come to me, all who are heavy laden, so good. all who are burdened, and I will b take that burden from you. Mm. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Mm. How does that happen? We walk over to him mm -hmm. and we say, I'm just tired of doing this alone. Yeah. I'm ready to be with God. Mm. And we walk across that bridge and now my faith is not resting in men alone. I've moved away from politicians. I've moved away from the things of this world. And now my, my faith is resting in the power of God and what he can do in my life through the work of Jesus Christ. Mm. Not only what he can do, but now I receive all that he's already done. Yeah. And I just walk in it. Mm. I just walk in it. And it's not complicated. Yeah. It's just a shift. It's just walking over to be with him. And, and that is so what he desires because he wants us to have this John 10, 10 life. Yeah. I've come to give life and to give it in abundance. So I encourage you, just walk across that. Be courageous enough to leave your doubts and your fears, to walk across that bridge to God into your destiny so he can do some mighty things and display his love and his power and his goodness in your life. Because mm. he loves you, and that's what he wants for you. 
taste and see mm. that the Lord is Love good. Love that scripture. Like, mm. just do it. Mm. You know, like, I think that that, I mean, I, I don't know when it was, but it's a few weeks, maybe months ago now, but, you know, I had the illustration of, like, I had these cookies out on the table, and it's like I could be talking about these cookies. I could be describing these cookies. I could, you know, give you all the reasons as to why they're good. Mm. But if you never mm, actually take the step yes. to take a bite out of the cookie, you'll never experience it and know it for yourself. And, right. and that's what it is mm. with God. We can only tell you so much, and we yeah. can only talk about him so much, but it takes you. That's right. Mm. Making that choice yeah. to go all in on God, mm. to fully immerse yourself into him. Yeah. And that's when you'll actually taste. Yes. And see that he's good. Yes. So our challenge to you is mm. just cross that bridge. Have the courage. Cross that bridge. Yeah. And fully put your trust into him. Yes. Into his ways. Yes. Into his purpose. And you'll see. Yeah. His way is the best way. Yep. His ways are our ways every mm. single day. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I feel like we're le- le- leaving a little heavy today, but it's it's. Good. I don't think it's so. Not like heavy in a bad way, but it's like a. This is a good, sober moment. Yeah, and I which we like, have to have. Yeah, we need that, and I feel mm. so much peace right now mm. for whoever it is that needs this today. I feel so good that you're changed right yeah. now, and I believe that that whoever you are today, whatever it is that you're going through, I believe mm. and pray that you're about to make a decision. It's going to impact the rest of your life, and I hope to hear about it. And do this. <clears throat> Don't move on too quickly from this. Mm. Just let this linger. Yeah. After you turn off YouTube or after you turn off Spotify, hopefully you're watching in a place or listening in a place where you can just take a moment and just close your eyes and just be with God. Amen. Well, what do I say? Just don't say anything. <laughs> just, just be in his presence. I love that scripture that says, be still and know that I'm God. He's everywhere. (laughs) And he's with us right now. And yes, there's a tangible side to him. But even if you don't sense him and even if you don't feel him, he is there with you in the room. He's there with you in the car. He's there always. Mm. He'll never leave you. He'll never forsake you. There's things we do in our lives that distance us from him, but he never leaves you. He never forsakes you. And so just take a moment. And let us be like Joshua, you know, when Moses would leave the tabernacle and the presence of God would still be there and he would just sit there in the presence of God. Sit there in the presence of God. And sitting there in the presence of God is ultimately part of what I believe took him from the fear to his destiny, Mm. which he was able to lead the children of Israel into the promised land. But he just sat in the presence of God. Sit in the presence of God so it can take you from place to place so you can have the courage and the boldness you need to live this life. So don't rush from this place too quickly. Mm. In our society, it's always rush, 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 go, 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 go. Give me my food. Do me, do ba, 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 ba. Just be still, be still and know that he is God. Romans 15, 13, I was reading this this morning. It says, I pray that God, the source of Mm, hope, will fill you completely with joy and peace because you Mm. trust in him. Wow, that's everything we were just talking about. Then you will overflow with the confident hope through the power of the Holy Spirit. Mm. The source of hope. Source of hope. Fill you completely with joy and peace because you trust in him. Wow. He's so good. Yes. 
So take these next moments mm. and just sit in this peace and this joy and embrace. And even say that to him. I trust in I you. trust in you. I trust in you. I'm just going to do it right now. Father, I trust Amen. in you. Jesus, I trust in you. For this next stage of life, for where we're going in life, I try this season in life, not just for me, but for Cody, for everyone watching, we trust in you. And when we can't figure it out in our mind, <laughs> and it doesn't make sense, we just trust. Amen. We just trust in you. And as we trust in you, you are orchestrating this, bringing the right people, bringing the resources, bringing the all that we need because we trust in you. Amen. Amen. Wow. Go marinate for a little bit. Yes. Sit in his presence. Mm. Sit in his love. Everything love tastes guys. better when it marinates. <laughs> <laughs> Your life will taste better. Let it marinate. Oh, I feel like we had this good, sweet, tender moment. And this guy wants to bring steaks into the game. The other guy. Yeah. Classic <laughs> other guy. The other guy. Classic. Oh, man. Uh, we wow. love you all so much. We really do. And we'll see you guys on Marinate. the next one. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>